0: Just go to Cars.com. It's magical.
1: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey. Post game, my name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Are things just going to go right in this city all the time? Like, the Flyers apparently can't lose, nor can the Phillies. Phillies overcoming get another ninth inning defensive gap to win CS 2-0 to zero over the San Diego Padres. The Flyers beat the three-time defending Eastern Conference champion Lightning in their home opener. I just, uh, what the fuck, man? The, the Eagles can't lose? I, I don't know. I don't know how to act. The Sixers, of course, held up uh, their end of reality with an opening night loss to the Boston Celtics, but whatever. I guess not everything can be perfect. Uh, I just – oh, and remember the union of the top seed in the conference. Can never forget to mention the union. uh, Hashtag dupe. I didn't watch anything but the first period of the Flyers game tonight, and that was, of course, the period uh, in which very little happened. There was a DeLaurier fight. That was cool. Uh, Good to see him drop the gloves. They seemed to respond a little bit after that. I loved, I'll tell you, the best part of the game for me, and I only watched the first period and then the goals and highlights and shit, uh, the best part of the game for me was John Tortorella's behind-the-bench interview when he was just straight up calling the team out uh, to to the behind-the-bench interviewer. He's like, I don't know, we're tentative. We keep playing this way, we're going to get spanked. I thought that was really funny. Uh, but it, it seems as if... The Flyers have uh, found a formula of getting absolutely outstanding goaltending and then just figuring out ways to score. Uh, Noah Cates with the winner tonight. Uh, Good for him. Glad to see him contributing. He's been a guy I've really enjoyed watching through the preseason. Uh, I thought he was their best player on the ice for most of the preseason. And to see him get a uh, big goal tonight was cool. I think Zamula had his first career point. So it's all looking good for our Flyers right now. Of course, it, we say that and we we recognize they can't keep this up. You're not going to get 940 save percentage out of Carter Hart all season. If you keep riding him like this, you're not going to get much out of him for much longer. I mean, it's not like he's, gonna, he's made a glass. He's just going to fall apart. But eventually another goalie will have to play. And at that point, I would be surprised if they're able to um, overcome early storms as they have so far. We'll see. Uh, I, I still doubt they're a good team. I still doubt that there's another level that they can get to. I think we're just um, not making the big mistakes the Flyers aren't. They are they are doing those little things that uh, John Tortorella talks about when their opponent gets the puck he looks up and sees five jerseys uh five orange jerseys in front of him things like that just doing that little shit that is hard to play against like not the big hits not the fights but just not fucking up nearly as much as they used to and that's uh that's that's a good first step for this group um ultimately man it does kind of look like he might be able to He might be able to coach them into mediocrity, which is the worst-case scenario for this team. But I still doubt they're a playoff team, so you have an outside chance at the lottery, and uh, maybe you get 2017 all over again, and you you end up getting moved up, even though you don't deserve it uh, the way they did going from 13 to 2. All right, that's it for me. Let's uh, hear what you have to say. Let's start it off with, I believe Brian S. was first. Let's go to Brian S. How you doing? Hey, Bill.
0: So who the hell is sacrificing goats in their basement? Or what the hell timeline are we in, man?
1: I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, I have no idea. It, it makes me so uneasy when things are going well. When things are going poorly, I'm very much at ease. I understand that. I'm used to it. I don't
2: yeah. get this
0: yeah exactly i i'm not sure what to what's gonna happen next i'm pretty sure i need to start stocking a, a like a bomb shelter or something man
1: probably it <laughs> wouldn't
0: hurt right well yeah, at least it's fun to watch some entertaining hockey man have a good night
1: all right thanks a lot brian uh let's see here let's go to Nikki hall Nikki, checking in what's going on tonight hey hey how's it
0: going what's up sir Oh boy. Um, is it 2022 or are we in like some parallel universe or something? Uh, Maybe it's
1: 1980, a 1983. I don't know. It's something, uh, something is going well in the city of Philadelphia and, uh, it's, I'm not used to it. I am not used to seeing what I'm seeing.
0: I'm all about it. Um, do feel a little low key bad about the Sixers not being able to win, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really catch too much of the game. I kind of, like, caught bits and pieces of it. Um, but from what I've seen, uh, you know, the fight, I think I caught, like, the part of the fight in the first period, and I thought that was pretty neat. Um, I caught yeah. uh, Lawton's goal. That was phenomenal. Um, and then honestly, the one that I'm kind of low-key excited about is, uh, I believe it was Kate's, Noah has Kate, got the game winner. Yeah. He's yeah. uh, he's starting to grow on me. i'm gonna be honest
1: he's a he's a good piece. he looks like a guy who, when this team, if they're gonna be good at any point in the near future, is a nice bottom of the roster piece for them
0: hmm. and uh well, I mean, I don't really know what else other say other than you know the Phillies barely won right after that they're right back at it again tomorrow, same with the Flyers. Let's uh, hope for another pair. I guess we'll see. But hey, I mean, when it's not everything, now eventually we're gonna come crashing back down to reality. But like, I, I want to ride this high as much as we possibly can. And but...
1: let's keep hoping, Nikki. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it's um, it's. <laughs> Tomorrow, just to touch on, because the Phils and uh, Flyers play again tomorrow, the games are much more separate, so we will have a normal time to post-game. Thank you all for bearing with me tonight. Uh, I There was no way I was uh, – I wasn't going to do this and just have the game on in the background. It just wasn't happening. Uh, but tomorrow, Phils play in the early evening. I think it's like 4.30 or something. Flyers don't play till 7.30, so there's plenty of time in between uh, – Unless the game goes 400 innings, the uh, we will have a normally timed post game tomorrow. As far as the fights, uh, Deloria, I'll, I'll always give it to. I mean, I know is like a seasoned fighter. The dude can handle himself. I'll always give props to a guy fighting someone that much bigger, though, as he did with uh, as he did with Pat Maroon. Not really a lot of punches landed in that one. What was up with Justin Braun and Corey Perry fighting? What the hell happened there? Uh, It looked like Perry landed a few at the end. Uh, They both got each other's helmets off. Those guys were teammates for like nine years. Uh, Just weird to see. Or were they? Do I have this wrong? Perry was a duck. Yeah, I have this wrong, and I tweeted about it. Perry was a duck. And Braun was a shark. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, at least no one called me out because there's a baseball game on. Awesome. Uh let's go to the let's go to the next caller. I believe it's Patrick Reed Miller. What's going on tonight, Patrick?
2: Hey Bill, how's it going?
1: Very well. How are you tonight?
2: Well, I mean we we're three and know I guess. I mean, was, was this supposed to happen? I, I mean i'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna complain. i'm not gonna happen
1: anymore there's no yes or no
2: i mean i have i have an idea maybe um maybe torch showed uh them how demoralizing it was last year during games where they like couldn't fight and come back and they're like none of you are gonna do this on my team if you here or I'll send you back down so that's one theory that, that's that's a theory. <laughs> they came back again so why not i mean they're playing good.
1: Uh, just having playing well enough not making the huge mistakes is allowing Carter Hart to keep them in games and suddenly they're finding themselves in situations to take advantage I definitely think Tortorella is a part of it and just the uh, the idea that they're listening to him and they can they stay in games because of it I think is paying off for them early on
2: no, uh no, maybe another point. Remember how, like, we talked about maybe, like, this next group. This We're, we're waiting for this next wave, this next core. Maybe, I'm going to go out on a limb, maybe we're just dumb and it's already here. Because moving Noah Cates to center, so far so good.
1: It seems to have worked. Uh, I think Noah Cates is going to be a very good a uh, bottom six player for this team, if they're if they're going to be good anytime soon. But you need those guys. Like I always say, like in a Stanley Cup final or like a conference final or something, you're up against another awesome team, and chances are your first lines are going to cancel each other out. And then it comes down to what you have in the middle. Like I, I don't think it's a surprise that Tampa Bay, you know, has the best third line in hockey and then wins back-to-back Cups. Like I think those things are very related. Uh, and I, I, you need those depth pieces. It appears as if they might actually have some.
2: I mean, hopefully uh, when we get Bobby Brink back, they throw him up there with uh, Noah Cates and maybe Joel Faraby or something. Cause that, would, that would be fun to watch. I didn't know I'm that. i
1: forward to seeing Brink this year. Uh, he showed a little bit of spark. He was He just looked like one of the more skilled guys on the team last year. I want to see it pay off with some production, but yeah, that the best way to get a young player like that to produce is give him with someone else who's producing, and right now that's case. Well,
2: but I guess lastly, for now, I guess we should just enjoy it because I guess the bad news is just, just wait till Rasmus with comes back and ruins everything, and we're going to be yelling about how we this turnover there, that turnover here. So it'll, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll we'll give it time, Bill, but um, we're we're enjoying it. Thanks, Bill. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Th- thanks, Patrick. Yeah, and that's the – listen, it's not going to last. They're not very good. Uh, It's just one of those – I'm not going to get mad about watching a team win when I got mad at them them not winning for two years. You know, it's – the bottom will fall out of this thing. They can't just give up 40 shots a game and cross their fingers. (laughs) You know, it's not going to work this way all season. Now it might it might work this way to enough of a point that it takes them out of the bottom, you know, four or five in the league, and that would be bad for the uh, long term success of this organization. But I have said for a while, I think Tortorella is going to restore something in this organization, uh, not just on the ice. But the accountability and the work ethic and all that shit he talks about will reach the front office as well. I want to see him stick around. This team, when they're competing for a Stanley Cup again, John Tortorella will not be the head coach. I would like to see him um, stick around in the organization in some way after that. Because I do think he brings an element of that account, accountability with him, whether he's behind the bench or not. But obviously that's a, uh, a way down the road conversation. Let's go to Will Taylor. What's going, what's going on tonight, Will? Will?
3: This
0: is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay.
4: Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament.
3: Just go to frito com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void or prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. com.
1: right, Will, try hitting that uh, unmute button. I'll get you back up. Uh, let's go to Dan Allen. Dan, how are you tonight?
5: Still doing good, doing good. Uh, hey, what's I- going on, Dan? Hey, uh i've uh, I've been at work since two o'clock, so I only got to see uh, these games sparingly you know when I could sneak away for a few minutes but uh you know i uh I hated being uh, i'm a generally optimistic person when it comes to sports somehow after all these years being a philadelphia fan <laughs> and uh, uh I hated being on team fire everybody burn it all down during the uh, during the off season and I probably still am to a degree. But, man, do I like watching the – do I like having the Flyers win? It's – it's it, it brings a little bit of pride back to me, you know?
1: No, that's – I like I just said, I recognize that for the long-term health of this team, they need to lose a whole lot more than they win. But when a Flyers player takes a shot at the opponent's net, I want it to go in. So it's it's very tough to balance those two things. So I'm just saying enjoy it while it lasts.
5: Well, obviously, Bill, that means you're the reason that they're uh, that they're gonna uh, be too good for the top five draft pick.
1: That's the yeah, like like my enjoyment somehow somehow makes them do it more. If that were the case, we'd always win the Stanley Cup because I would enjoy that thoroughly. And yet, I've never seen it. You know, so I don't really see how I'm affecting it.
5: Yeah, yeah, people. Some people enjoy being miserable. I think. Oh, but, certainly. Uh, from my uh, from my perspective, you know, I I, I feel like w- what was that stat that I saw that was like they were the only team in the league to not win a single game where they were down two nothing last year. Was that was that the stat?
1: W- was that a stat? I do not remember that, but it does not I,
5: saw, I saw a screenshot of it. Uh, I saw a screenshot of it, of it on the ESPN. It was either they were the only team in the league not never to win a game when they were down two nothing or when they were down by two goals, I forget which. But uh now they've done it twice in three games this season. So uh, what that tells me, or what I hope that tells me is that, you know, what I was hoping that Tortorella would do for this team is I, I don't feel like they've had any, any pride, you know, the last couple of years, you know, the, uh, the, the days of, uh, of, uh, you know, Elaine Vigneault saying be a fucking flyer or, 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 you know, kind of faded away. And I think, uh, you know, I I'm hoping, and it looks like maybe it's possibly true that Tortorella could be the man to bring back, you know, that, uh, that old flyer pride and, uh, you know, as the team improves over the, you know, over the years, hopefully, uh, I hope that that's something that they, uh, that they can regain too. And it looks like they're on their way.
1: It, it, it's the thing that has excited me most about Tortorella. Like he's obviously good at this stuff, not just the coaching, but all the media savvy, everything. And so there is certainly a part of him that's, he knows what to say, but we badly want that Flyers Pride restored because we all very much believe that that Flying P means more than other logos. Like there's there's a lot of teams that just aren't on that level of the Flyers that we think we should be on. So when he says he's going to restore that, I, it, it makes me like him more because he understands what I feel.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that a man that I've, uh, that I've literally hated for, uh, for a decade plus because I haven't gotten over that 2004 uh, Eastern Conference Final yet <laughs> after all these years uh, is the man that is, that is making me confident in, uh, in the future of the team. It's wild with the world, uh, how the world uh, you know, works out sometimes.
1: It's insane that we're, uh, we're at this point, but it kind of always seemed like he'd be the coach of this team at some point, and here we are. Uh, thanks a lot for joining tonight. Let's go to uh, Jeff Walberg. He's been waiting. What's going on tonight,
6: Jeff?
1: Hey, what's up, Billy? Are you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. How's
6: it going? Good, man. I, you know, I didn't watch the Phillies game. I I watched the Flyers game all the way through, and I got to say it was pretty fun uh, watching it all the way to the last few seconds. And one thing that really stood out at me um, was the last, literally the last 1.6 seconds there was a face-off, and they put Noah Cates out there to take it. And he was the one that scored the third goal, the go-ahead goal. And he jumped on that puck like a grenade. And he literally just ate up the full 1.6 seconds. Didn't even make a play to try to bring it back or anything. He just (laughs) collapsed on top of the puck. And I think that that's sort of symbolic for what I hope is the future of the Flyers, which is a lot of, you know, untested, unmeasured young talent that, you know, it's easy to overlook and be cynical about, but, but we don't know any really enough about them. And the only way they're going to get better is by getting experience against like teams like the Tampa Bay lightning with 1.6 seconds on the, on the clock. And so it it was fun to watch. Uh, And I just hope that we can stop rooting for the team to get a high draft pick and just enjoy watching them. You know, we're not entitled to a Stanley cup contender every year. Let's just watch our team score goals, and, you know, hopefully win fights and and put up hits and stuff and just, you know, enjoy the season because we got hockey back.
1: Yeah, we do. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be able to enjoy this, I think, uh, at least the first part of it. Um, I, I do want to see a lot of these guys because we are in a similar situation that John Tortorella is in where he says he doesn't know who these players are. And it's not literal; like he doesn't know their names. It's he doesn't know how they battle. He doesn't know how they react in certain sh- situations, uh, in adversity, when things are going well, when things are going poorly. So you just have to let them do it and find out. And it's it's kind of how we brought along Sean Couturier. Sean Couturier, his first game is out there, you know, with the net empty, uh, defending. Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby trying mm-hmm. to hold down a one-goal lead in the, on a, his very first game as a pro. So it, it's how you find out about guys, and it's what I'm hoping they do for a lot of this season because uh, there's very little other point to it. They're not right. going to be very good. Find out who's going to be a part of this when they are.
6: Yeah. And I think the value of it is to get the experience. I mean, it's so easy to overlook the value that experience brings and you don't measure it in stats because there's no stats to compare it to. You know, you've got somebody essentially fresh who's trying to make a name for themselves. Let's, let's get that, put them in the situations and see what they do. And if, you know, if we get surprised like this, it was really fun to watch. And, uh, I'm just looking forward to it, at least from that perspective. And um, the the other person I'd like to know is uh, Zamula. I thought really looked good today. and I, I am hopeful that he can, you know, become sort of the player that everybody kind of expected him to be. I know he still needs to sort of fill out a bit, and certainly still young. But there was a few big plays that he kind of stepped up on, and a few that he was a little shaky on, but recovered well. So for me, that's you know, I, I'm sort of optimistic, like Dan. Uh, it's a bit reassuring to watch these young guys um, and our limited higher end talent that is there did show up to play today too. So it, it was, it was fun to watch first, first couple of periods were really shaky. We got extremely lucky. Carter Hart came up huge several times. They missed the net a few times, um, but Hey, you know, it's hockey.
1: Yeah. And uh, thanks a lot, Jeff. It's going to be, to the guy who's going to get the most experience is uh, is Carter Hart. It seems as if he will be tested on a regular basis, and that's good for him too. You know, he we've seen a lot of really good stuff from Hart. We've seen him hit what I hope is his low. I really thought last season was a... Uh, a very good bounce back year and obviously hoping that there's more than what we saw last year. But as a bounce back season on that team, I thought we we got some positive signs out of him. And now if he's kind of becoming the guy we always thought he would, well, that's incredibly important because – As we're seeing, (laughs) goaltending erases a lot of deficiencies. You know, if you have the goalie, you can get by without a lot of other shit. And if there's one thing we know about this team is they don't have a lot of other shit. So they need the goalie. Uh, Let's go to Hunter Moyer. What's going on tonight, Hunter?
3: Oh, what's up, Bill? How are you? Not too bad. Um, So, like, I get it. You didn't watch the game because the Phillies are on, and I I totally get that. But when I watch the Flyers, I like to kind of nitpick the small things. Um, And there, there's a lot of up and down so far this season, which which is going to happen because it's, there's a new head coach and I totally get it. Um, And they're aggressive. I appreciate that. But the Lightning had 15 takeaways and that's that's big. I mean, I get it. They're being aggressive and I, I can appreciate that. But that's kind of where, you know, them being too aggressive hurts them in a little like on the pa- uh, when they're on the penalty kill. Um, they got like three guys going after one guy that has the puck, and I get, like I said, I appreciate that. But there's a point when you get too aggressive, and then it leaves a man open. And I think that's something that's kind of hurt them so far this year, especially going down a goal and two goals, is they just they leave too many people open on the penalty kill.
1: Yeah, I think the aggression is one, like maybe everyone a little over overzealous because they know the coach wants them to be aggressive, but also it's by design. Because everyone knows this team doesn't have the talent to sit back. They're One-on-one, waiting, they're not going to be able to score any goals. They have to basically attack and hope for the best if they're going to be in games. Now, it's worked so far. But, yeah, they, they've fallen down to nothing uh, each of the last two games. It's going to bite them. They're going to make big mistakes. But if they can limit them uh, – you know, it comes down to goaltending. Really, it's they're showing faith in the goaltender by being aggressive, and they kind of have to put it on him because there is nobody else. But I do kind of think it just comes down to yeah, the, their lack of talent means they have to be as aggressive as possible.
3: Yeah, correct. And like I said, I, I totally get that. And and like I said, there's some positives that have come out from you know these three games. One battling back down from two nothing deficits, and there's a lot. The thing that has surprised me the most so far this year is they have a lot of breakout passes that result in odd man rushes that don't necessarily result in goals, but are super encouraging.
1: Yeah, it seems as if they've improved a little of that back end passing from what I've seen. And that's just part of it is Rasmus line isn't back there. You know, Igor Zamula has a little bit of skill. They have some guys. Who can uh, who can make that pass? And him, D'Angelo, They have dudes who can actually do it. Um, I don't know if the odd man rushes are going to continue as teams prepare for it. Maybe teams are looking for a little bit more of the dinosaur hockey. Maybe we were expecting early on, uh, like oh nah, they're just going to look to get pucks deep and all that. And uh, maybe they will. But right now, it, it it is a little bit of a surprise.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's surprising. And um, you know, I think. With John Tortorelli, you know, you practice what you preach. And it was the same way with AV in his first year. You know, they were big, uh, like dump and chase, and they did good at that. And then after, you know, his first year, it kind of fell off. Whereas right now with Torts, you know, they do the small things that work very well, you know. And something I realized that they did tonight very well was they're always moving their sticks and always moving their feet. And that resulted in the third goal, Noah Cates. And I, I don't remember who was on the line with him, but they like the forecheck check was relentless on that certain shift
1: and that's just what they're gonna have to be uh and thanks a lot yeah yeah that's we've i think it was the first period intermission where um thanks a lot hunter uh, where they interviewed tk uh in between the first and the second and all he really talked about is what what do you have to do well we just have to move our feet we have to use our legs we have to skate and That's what the conditioning camp was all about, and that's what it's going to take if this team's going to be any sort of serious playoff contender. Again, I'm not expecting it. Am I hoping for it? I don't know. It's three games. Talk to me. You know, talk to me after Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't don't even know what to think about this team because maybe we're just in some weird – Maybe the nuclear war happened, and this is just like what the afterlife is, where our sports teams are good. Could that be? Like, you know, we're just all dead, and we don't know it. This is like some sixth sense shit. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Stephen P. Let's go to Stephen P. How are you? Jesus, you want me to follow that? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on tonight, Stephen?
4: Um... Well I'm currently you know reconsidering my place in the universe. Um existence. but <laughs> a couple things. Um number one, go fills. Go fills. Number two, I'm kind of annoyed with this team after three games because I thought by this point I'd hate them and I now I kinda like them. Um just some it's of the players
1: really stretching. They're really like pissing me off because I thought I'd be happy with losses. Right, and yeah. Now I'm happy and now I'm happy with wins even though I know I
4: shouldn't be. And yeah. that's making me mad at I don't know who. Well, it's like the thought crossed my head tonight. It's like, oh, but if Sean Couturier comes back and we have Jerry <laughs> exactly. Hayes, Cage lost <laughs> And it's like, well, okay, yeah, no, that's 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 never gonna be the case. We're we're gonna be a, a bad team, but you know, six out of six. You never know. Um, the, <laughs> the only other thing I want to say. Go ahead. No, it's just like, I guess they're winning the division. I don't know. Yeah, no, hey, you know, they're going to win the Stanley Cup, and I'm going to be like, ah, but Delorier.
1: Fuck, we're still not going to get that top pick, are we? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, the only other thing I'll say, and a couple of people have, have mentioned it kind of briefly, um I think I'm all in on torts. Um he's got him he's got him playing hard. And after the last few years, like good lord, that's all I need from a coach. Just he has them playing hard. They're they're not quitting after they get on 2-0. They're skating, they're not getting embarrassed in the defensive zone. And my God, is that a revelation? So thanks, Bill. Thanks for the laughs. Have a great night. I'll see you later. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, the bar
1: the bar truly could not be lower like the things that we're happy about are like yeah they uh you know they make some breakout passes and when the other team has the puck they're they're in front of them not chasing them <laughs> yes this is called playing professional hockey but the bar couldn't be lower after i i guess i send it back to the uh the outdoor that farce of an outdoor game that they played against Boston uh, when, like, half the team had COVID, but they had to play anyway, and like Mark Friedman's playing forward. From basically that point forward, uh, this team has been an embarrassment. And the fact that they're not is uh, – it's a revelation. It, it truly is. <laughs> Will Taylor. Uh, let's see if we can get Will on. How's it going, Will? Hey, Bill. How are you? Ah, I got you. How
3: are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Um, so you said you didn't watch past the first period. So I thought I'd just let you know that uh, Zach McEwen looked pretty bad tonight. We probably won't see him much more. He That's not uh, much of a shock. Yeah, he caused he caused one penalty during the Justin Braun fight, um, which led to a goal and another penalty, um, in their offensive zone. So not a great look from him tonight.
1: I saw he did have a scoring chance early, though. Yeah. It went high and wide, but he really he really had a shot at it.
3: Yeah. All right. Thank you, Bill. All
1: right. You got it. Yeah. Listen, I like Zach McEwen. It looked at points last year as if maybe there was another level to his offensive game. Uh, maybe he had a little Dan Carcillo in him, but I... <laughs> stuff happens when he's on the ice. I will say that. But I I just feel, given the amount of ice time, given the amount of opportunity he had last year, if he was capable of reaching that next level, um, he would have. But eh, there's a lot of guys who are going to get looks this year. I assume he'll be up and down plenty. We will see Zach Mack. But they went out and acquired somebody to play the role he plays, who is considerably older than him, and they gave him a four year contract with a no movement clause. Um that should kinda tell you where they are in Zach McEwen as a uh NHL regular, because as much as you might like him, you don't dress two of those guys for uh if, like you know, for four years, you know. Uh, Mike K. Let's go to Mike K. You're live. Mike. All right, Mike. Let's uh, see if we can get you to hit that unmute button and we'll get back up. Shane Ryan. Shane Ryan is live. What's going on?
6: I hate that I get proved wrong every
0: single time I watch this goddamn hockey team.
1: <laughs> it's a real hit to the ego to watch them win, quite honestly. Dude, <laughs> like...
0: I, 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 guess was, they I was. I just don't
1: know shit, huh?
0: Yeah, me and my coworkers were at, were watching the Phillies game and the Flyers game, and this the the Polish dude at work goes three two Flyers. I'm calling it, and then they then we get scored on twice, and I, he's
1: <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much, but I can't help but love this team. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice. Like when you have a group that's not supposed to accomplish a damn thing. And you start to see a little bit of that "prove you wrong" mentality. I mean, we do love that stuff. That's that's who this city is. You know, it's it, it, it's rocky. It's the '93 Phillies. It's all that shit. So they put something that, in the water. Yeah, it's it's exactly it's that mentality that we really appreciate, even when we're the ro- when we're the ones who don't believe in that
0: life of a philadelphia fan i guess <laughs> it's, it's a trip that's I, mm.
1: that's all it is shane you're right yeah
0: tomorrow is going to be the real test
1: yeah a, a back-to-back now uh i'm interested to see if carter hart starts i saw that uh tortorella said it's on the table he's not ruling it out i would like to see him go looked like he had a pretty good workload tonight though so they might go with the uh, I think it's Sandstrom they have backing up now, but it'll it'll be a test Florida's good,
0: yeah, I don't know. I feel like
1: every single game they get a little bit better, so that tor- find out oh sorry, I hit the uh I hit the remove button that is that is my bad there, Shane. I did not mean to do that uh my fault uh all right, well, <laughs> it's getting kinda late here, fam, and uh it doesn't look like we have any more speaker requests. So uh sorry about cutting some people short there, but we will be back with a normal timed post game tomorrow, unless of course the Phillies go twenty innings or something. But with like three hours or so between the two games, uh, I gotta believe that we 're going to be able to have a normal uh, normal post game following the Flyers and Panthers with a seven thirty puck drop down there in uh what are they sunrise Florida so we will get to that tomorrow. Until then, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there's podcasts. And boom, content, baby. All the content you could desire. I'm even uh, going to get this posted up tonight. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, for everybody listening, for everyone who called in, much appreciated. My name is Bill Matz. Till next time, have a great week, everybody.